Hello and welcome to another episode of On The Mark Homeschooling with me, your host, Mark Rees. I've been in homeschooling for over 20 years, both as a dad of two girls who were homeschooled throughout by my wife, Ivana. They never attended a mainstream school for a day in their lives and have gone on to complete their Cambridge AS levels and both are now, by God's grace, happily married and following different career paths. I'm also the MD and lead an amazing team of people at Love to Learn. Our curriculum is modular with a broad, rich and varied subject offering, catering for auditory, visual and kinesthetic learning styles. In this podcast series, I'm looking at some of the common challenges homeschooling moms and prospective homeschooling moms face, and I share some solutions to these challenges. In today's podcast, I'll be addressing that conundrum that many moms face when homeschooling, and that is, when am I mom and when am I the teacher? Right off the bat, I want to say that the answer, I believe, is a really easy one. You are always and never stop being mom. You just happen to also teach your children at home. If I look at the teaching in the Bible in the book of Proverbs in chapter 31, in terms of God's design for a mother, broadly speaking, I see that a mother is designed to be the central nurturer of her family. Now, please don't interpret what I'm saying in any way as a sexist statement. I believe it's God's perfect design. As we can all testify, when mom is happy, everyone is happy. But when mom is not happy, then the dog, the cat, the budgie, no one is happy. That's just how it works. And closely aligned to this point is the question, who should be the most comfortable with the resources and material being used to homeschool? The child or the mother? Well, after consulting with guiding and advising homeschooling families for more than 20 years now, Contrary to what many people think, I am absolutely convinced that the person who needs to be the singularly most comfortable with the resources and material being used to homeschool is in fact not the child, but the mother. Now again, don't mishear what I'm saying. I am not saying that a child's needs and opinions are irrelevant. Obviously, no loving parent is going to make a decision that is harmful to their child. But ultimately, a child's opinion is subservient to what their mother knows. The fact and reality is that mom is the one, especially in the early days, who is going to need to drive the homeschooling. So if mom is not excited and fired up by the material she's working with, she's going to struggle to get her child fired up. That's just the practical reality of it. It's tantamount to taking on a job that you dislike, just for the increased income. You can be assured that in time, that money is no longer going to cut it, and won't make up for the hours of dissatisfaction you have in that environment. I also want to add the following, because any discussion regarding being a mom and being a teacher will not be complete if we don't also address that debilitating fear that so many moms have when contemplating homeschooling, and that is, how can I homeschool my children if I'm not a qualified teacher? Well, firstly, let me remind you that teaching has always been a natural part of parenting. Who was it that taught your child to use a spoon, eat with a knife and fork, button up a shirt, tie their laces, make their bed, say please and thank you, and so on and so forth? Correct. It was you. Secondly, research has clearly demonstrated that when it comes to homeschooling, there is actually no advantage to being a qualified teacher. In the research that was conducted in the States, two groups of homeschooled children were given the same battery of standardized maths, English and science tests. The first group of children emanated from homes where the mother 
and or the father was a qualified teacher, while the second group came from homes where neither mom nor dad was a qualified teacher. In the final analysis, the good news is that the two groups of children performed almost identically. But not only that, and here's the kicker, both groups performed substantially better than their mainstream school-going peers. And I can tell you on a more personal level, I can share with you that over the years, as I've interacted with parents who are qualified teachers, they have shared with me that in some ways, they find it almost a disadvantage to being a qualified teacher because they tend to replicate the memory of the classroom at home. And the lack of joy in doing this is very evident. At love to learn we always encourage moms to avoid importing the school into the home, but rather to seek to put the home back into schooling whilst maintaining a good quality standard of education. Having said all that, I want to close with this. The role of being a mother is one of the most important roles that God has assigned uniquely to a woman. And therefore, it is not to be supplanted just because you also happen to teach your child at home. In my next On The Mark Homeschooling podcast, I'll be addressing the issue of whose advice should I follow when it comes to deciding what material and how much I should use to homeschool my child. Thank you for listening. You can subscribe to this channel by clicking on the link. We at love to learn are passionate about bringing life to learning, seeing families restored and generations impacted. You can reach us by email with a question of your own at info at lovetolearn.co.za or download our free homeschooling handbook by visiting www.lovetolearn.co.za. May God bless you with wisdom and discernment for the journey that lies ahead.